0: Hello! Welcome to another fantastic episode of Pitch Intense. We are the third week of January? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's flying yeah, by. Yeah, this month is flowing by. Mm-hmm. It's almost Christmas.
1: Pitch Intense <laughs> is the <laughs> podcast where
0: two friends get together. They talk about movies. They mm-hmm. talk about movies they like. Yeah. Movies they want to see. Movies maybe they have seen. Yep. And the icing on the old cake is we pitch. a We make a pitch. A movie pitch to Heck the other yes. one. Yes! And uh, today,
1: Jacob, you are in the hot seat. Are you nervous? A little bit. My idea's kind of out there and a little weird. Is so. it weird? Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm, I, but I'm excited to share I think it's a fun one, though. Okay. Yeah. More than Cats Are From Outer Space or <laughs> The Sims movie? Oh, uh, well, maybe. The Sims one, I actually, when I got out of that one, I was really proud of it. I was like, I this like actually kind of ties together. I like together. The Sims one. Oh, thanks, Mark. Yeah. I but mean, the, this one, though, it could be like, I could see something be like, that makes no sense. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It could be a David Lynch movie. <laughs> it could be. It's not that. I, I. I feel like David Lynch. He's pretty good at thinking stuff out, though. He not too bad. Like, he's like, oh, this is weird, but there's a reason it's weird. You know. Uh,
0: I don't know. I saw Lost Highway, and at the end of it, I was like, what was that? Yeah, you don't know. Why did that just happen
1: that way? Uh huh. And then the same. Well, well, Straight Story. It's like Straight Story is a good movie. It is. Yeah, it's it, an well, Iowa it. movie. And That's the Iowa Instagram boys love it. about it. Uh, I said, did. Yeah. It's coming to 4K. Yeah. Uh,
0: I found that uh, physical media president, I think it is, on Instagram.
1: You're going to see every little detail of that lawnmower mark because of 4K.
0: I didn't even know Iowa had a grotto <laughs> until I saw that. Yeah. That Have you been there? I've
1: never been there. I've just seen pictures in that movie.
0: Have you been to the Field of Dreams? Nope. No, I'm really close to there. I need to go to a lot of places. Madison bridges of Madison County aren't too far from here.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's like thirty minutes away.
0: We should do a outing for. We should start doing that as a special edition of. We'll go to movie that sites. That could be here a visual Iowa. episode. We could do that on a YouTube. Yeah, show. we'll yep. go to and We'll go to John Wayne's
1: birthplace. Yep, I've been there. It's I've never cool. been there. Where, where else could we go in Iowa? Well, we think. Well, the Field of Dreams was a good one. Um what's what what even Girl been Grace too? Grape take place in Iowa? I think it did. I don't know that they filmed it here. Um, I know they filmed the over hot, uh, overhead shots of Champions here. In Des Moines. Oh yeah, that was my favorite
0: part about Champions is with the overhead shots. You could definitely tell what Des Moines was, uh-huh. and then the street level shots. You're like, where is that supposed to be?
1: Somewhere in Canada. Yep, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Iowa it's pretty much Canada. Yep. Right now, it's about the same. It's it, all wet. It and does snowy. look like it could be. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other good Iowa movies we could do.
1: Oh man, I'm sure there's a lot Google that. Road right. to
0: Perdition took place in Iowa. Oh, brought, did? The guy who wrote it is from Iowa. Really? Yeah, so oh. we could do probably a bunch on Road to Perdition. That'd be cool. Let's see if we can find some cool diners to get into gunfights <laughs> in.
1: Yeah, and then I can, Mark, it, it, we could get in the gunfight, and then you could come up to me, and, be, and then I'll be like, I'm glad it was you. <laughs> uh, I don't
0: know. Do you think you'd ever, if shoot shooting you, do you think you'd ever look at and be like, oh man, I'm glad it was you?
1: Well,. Maybe in that kind of situation, but other than that, no, probably not.
0: <laughs> I guess it's because he felt like he deserved it yeah. from
1: him. He kind of did. I mean, that that's the one movie where, like, Paul Newman and Tom Hanks play, like, really, really bad people, but you kind of sympathize for them at the same time. It's weird. It's like, but it's so well, good I, cause I like that
0: movie because it's like, Paul Newman knows his son's a piece of crap, yeah, but it's yep. still his son. It is, yeah. He's yep. like, I can't, you know, I, I can't do it. Yep, yep. You know, if I did that, I'd be in the same boat you are. Like, yep. I know how you, you know, I can't do it. That's, uh, a, great that's a great movie. We should watch that again. We should. I Have I you haven't read seen it? it? In a while. No, never read the book. Uh-uh. I used to own it. I used to, I've read it. It's really good. Um, we should do that. That's a great idea for a YouTube show. Oh, thanks, Mark. Let's look into that. We will. So anyway, uh, any news we want to talk about? There is some big news that hit yesterday.
1: Yeah, uh, there is. Jurassic news. Yeah.
0: Is that what you were thinking?
1: Yeah, and there's a chance that might be tied into my pitch mark. <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> but you want to start out with it? Well, I'll just, so apparently the news right
0: now is that um, the rumor is they are going to do another
1: Jurassic movie. Yeah, well, David kept writing, writ, wrote it. That That's official. So like, it's so yeah. it's already written. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, Variety reported that, but... The, the other thing that isn't 100% confirmed is they want it out next year. Universal does. Oh,
0: they'll have to get... Are they going to do an all-new cast, are they saying? Or are they they haven't
1: to, said anything. So,
0: this is when we were talking about the last Fast movie. And uh-huh. every time I said, it's not the last one. Yeah. And they're like, this is supposed to be the last Jurassic movie. And I'm like, it's... It's not. There's no way there's going to stop. None.
1: You no. Know, and, and I love the movies. Like I, We even liked the last one, which was no We one just like dinosaurs. Y- yeah. I think you we are just excited to see dinosaurs. But but even, I was a little hesitant when I heard it. Just because I kind of wanted them to take a big break, you know, for a while. Because I like breaks. I, I kind of like when they take off for a time and they're like, you know, it gets you excited for the next one. You, you build up like uh, missing it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't miss it if it never leaves. Exactly, and and I also feel like maybe this isn't the best time to be releasing a big blockbuster sequel because if twenty twenty three showed us anything, that's not a surefire thing anymore. Well, I think
0: I wonder if that's why they're M- doing. Maybe because I think they are, they are leaning back to short. I mean, they're all doing it. I yeah. mean, Disney. That's why Disney, you know, is releasing sequels to Toy
1: Story and mm-hmm. Inside
0: Out and everything that they know works.
1: Yeah. Well, know, to me it feels a little bit like them how Disney did the thing with the Mandalorian, you know? Yeah. It feels like that. They're like, oh, I don't know what we should do. Let's just do another Jurassic movie, you know? Mm. And, and it, it feels very like just too, a little too like, like quick drawn to do. I yeah. I, I hope they're careful with it. And my hope is, that it's not a sequel, but maybe it's a prequel or like an in-between cult. Like maybe it's something of that Like a guy place. just
0: digging in the ground.
1: Well, not like that, Mark, but maybe like a story that took place between Jurassic Park maybe and The Watch. Maybe it's Lost all World. about
0: John Hammond's flea circus. Maybe. maybe. And like the uh, fleas failed. break out. They oh. like start making a little girl itch like crazy. And they're like, you're freezing. Your fleas have <laughs> broken out. And like, people are just itching everywhere. And then John Hammond's like, I don't know what to do. Spend no expense. <laughs> That's true. And then we realized Nedry was like Nedry's nephew did it. Uh-huh. Or Nedry's like uncle like we don't realize is related to it. Because everybody has to be related
1: in a yeah, way. Everybody, well, it would be <laughs> interesting too. Um, Maybe if, you know, who's to say that one dino attack that happened at the beginning of the first Jurassic Park with the raptor. Uh, when they're like, shoot her. Who's to say that's the only one that happened? Maybe something else happened. You well,
0: know? I think enough did happen. Yeah. I think that's
1: why they were like, they you can't cover do crap this. up, you know? Yeah. yeah.
0: I think that was the worst thing that happened.
1: Yeah. Oh, who knows, Mark? Yeah. I have to say it. If you want to do a prequel, there you go. I I, I think um I really like what that new game is doing, that it's setting a, it's like a story. Where they're on some kind of mission between the first and second movie, mm-hmm. and she's, you know, it's like a survival game. Well, what did they
0: do? Like one of the point and click games where yeah. like, you had to go get the. The uh, Barbasol can. Yeah. That would be a good movie.
1: I, I mean, that's what my. What predator if, wait, what, that's what I was I was going to. <laughs> go, what, what if I the Predator was on the island? Yeah. Listen to our podcast universe. Yeah, so. no kidding. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna if, get another idea today. <laughs> we have great
0: ideas. Oh, so it's another Jurassic yep,
1: movie. Yep, yep. It's a, it's really off the wall though. We'll if keep. you're
0: looking for a book to read, uh, after Jurassic Park, I got really into reading Michael Crichton. Congo. I read Congo. Did, was I, the book good? Yeah, the book's good. Really? Yeah, it's pretty much the same as the movie. I, I like mean, the movie. Michael Crichton, I didn't realize. It's kind of funny because I thought... I was always proud of myself for reading Michael Crichton. uh uh-huh. And then, like, you get into, like, everybody talks about how he's, like, very stilted uh, characters. It's yeah. like the bad guy's always a bad guy. <laughs> like, there's no nuance to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, I don't really care. It's sort of like Steve Alton's books where I think... It feels like that he was writing blockbuster movies, but mm-hmm. just in a book form. Yeah. Uh, but he wrote a book called... Um, Micro? Did I tell you about micro? Yeah,
1: you did. I don't know if it was on the podcast.
0: Yeah, and it's all about the people like, it's like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, where Uh people got shrunk, and uh, there's like a big conspiracy to it, and they get abandoned. Yeah. Uh, The people get dropped off in this rainforest in Hawaii, and so they have to survive uh, in like this bug infested area so that sounds awesome it was a great book and it'd be a good movie it was yeah I'm like, I'm like why, haven't, why haven't we got to this yet uh, like, we're
1: gonna do timeline first
0: no kidding <laughs> well they probably like stuff like that like, they could probably do without a huge budget or uh-huh. something like Jurassic Park and this you giant would, bugs yeah but it's like maybe it's cause people don't like bugs Maybe. They're just, like, turned off by bugs. They're like, I don't know. But, man, it was a cool book. Yeah. I highly recommend reading that book. Oh, I finished a book this week, by you the way. You did, Mark? Cool. Yeah, Opposable Thumbs. The We talked to James Riley recommended it as one oh, of his books. Oh, yeah. Uh, I finished it. I just, like, powered through it. This could not stop, like, the last couple chapters, and I just loved it. Really? Yeah. It, it was, sounded good. It was <laughs> so good. It was so funny because it's, like, Gene Siskel sounded like a child. He comes <laughs> off like a... Like <laughs> just the stuff he did, I was like, "Man, he sounds like they fought over everything. Really? They would argue over who gets to sit where on a plane, mm-hmm. and just like, I'd like to think like, like if you and I ever reached that level and we were flying, for I would just be happy to be flying first Me class. Me too. Yeah. They're like you know, being paid to do it. Yeah. But Man, nope, they would, they would have to fight over who gets what seat, and it was crazy. Oh. It's a great book though. Very, very recommended. I'm gonna listen to it, Mark. I would. Uh, but anyway, any other news you want to talk about? Anything else going on there?
1: There's a new Indiana Jones game coming out, everybody. Ba-ba-da-da, the trailer dropped. Yeah. It's called Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. The trailer, it looks
0: amazing if you have a PlayStation 2 or a PlayStation 3. I was It
1: looked a little more like a PS3 game, I thought. I, I
0: was... Yeah. I was like, whoa, is this supposed to be next gen? Or is this like a phone game? <laughs> I mean, it looks better than a phone game, but... Yeah. It, it, I, I thought that was a little. I thought that. Was, I mean, overall, I think it looks fun.
1: Looks like a good story.
0: Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. I mean,
1: I'm I'm never uh, against
0: Indiana Jones.
1: Yeah, and I'm excited he's getting another game, and I I was it did catch me off guard at first because I was thinking it'd be like Uncharted where it'd be like, uh, you know, third person. But it is a first-person game. Mm-hmm. But the more I sit with it, the more I'm like, I might like that. Goldeneye was a first-person game, and it was one of the best games ever. So. Goldeneye
0: was the first-person game yeah. for a very long time. The
1: first, first Yeah, person man.
0: Uh, I'm excited for it. I don't have an Xbox. So I went out of my way, and I bought a PlayStation 5 for mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Yeah. I actually got the Spider-Man edition. Like, that's much. how excited I was.
1: You've done that two days in a row with PlayStation. I know. Yeah. I have
0: two separate Spider-Man PlayStation. I have PlayStation mm-hmm. Four and PlayStation Five. Uh-huh. I would like to get if if any of you listening, we go send us a blind box. <laughs> I've always wanted to do an opening. If anybody has that uh, uh, Xbox Three Sixty Homer Simpson edition, oh, well, looks i heard like about a, that. Oh, I want that so bad, but it's like thousands of dollars. Really? Yeah. I How want... much
1: is it worth one for one without the Red Ring of Death?
0: oh that's like a million (laughs) to get one that actually works Yeah. when I first got an Xbox 360 I brought it in my first one I plugged it in I played it for like 10 seconds Mm -hmm. and then I got the Red Ring of Death I didn't know what it was I had to return that one I got another one that didn't work I had to return that one I went somewhere else that one didn't work it took me four (laughs) I had to get four of them uh, so that was a frustrating system. I
1: remember you told me that story, Mark, and I joked I was going to pitch it one day. You could pitch it. And my, 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 you want to know what my title was going to be? Hmm. Oceans 360. Oh, that's a great movie. <laughs> it's not much of a, a
0: scam. What do you like, <laughs> like? I got the receipt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the end.
1: Stuck out with another Xbox. <laughs> uh, anyway. Was there anything else we wanted to talk about? Oh, man. I feel like those were the two big things when I heard those things. When I heard Jurassic Park and Indiana Jones in the news, I was like, oh, man, my week's full now. I don't know what else there is. (laughs) Did you hear anything new, Mark? Oh, I did see a movie, I guess. Oh, what did you see? I saw the Mean Girls musical. Oh, I saw. Where where can we hear your review? First in line podcast. First in line. Did you like it? I did like it. I like the original more, but I dug this one, too. Yeah. And I could see people who haven't seen the first, or maybe aren't the biggest fans of the first, maybe liking this one more. Maybe if they're more of a musical head, you might enjoy Mean Girls the musical more than the original Mean Girls. I
0: never said I didn't like it, Mm -hmm. but I never
1: liked it as much as, like, I never, it just, it's not one I felt the need to revisit. I will say the one thing this movie did, and I talk about this in my review, um, the movie does very much, every time they say a line from the original one, they say it word for word, and it's almost like the movie stops and winks at you when they say it. It's like it's like they really make a big point of mm. saying those quotable lines, you know? And it's kind of funny because it's like the movie's capping on your shoulder saying, Hey, remember that? You really like that in the first one? It's back. I think that would annoy me. It, 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 it gets a little annoying, but the cast is great. Like, it was like, man, they, they nailed the cast. Like, mm. they all feel like spiritual versions to the first one while they all kind of do their own thing. Um, I still like the original cast better, but mm-hmm. I, I really dug what they did. And it was good to see Tim Meadows and Tina Fey reprise their roles from the first. So, Are they supposed to be the exact same characters? Yeah, they're the same characters, just older, which is kind of funny. <laughs> like, What do you mean they're older? Well, um, uh, uh teen- yeah, they're all the same characters, but... Uh, and so are Tina Fey and Tim Meadows' characters, but since they were like a principal and a teacher, they could still be a principal and a teacher.
0: But no, just... I know, but I mean, are, are the kids, like, oh. it's, it's, it's a complete remake, or is yeah, it like... Yeah,
1: it's, it's a remake, pretty much, okay. just with music, so it, it's it's kind of a reimagining, I guess you could say, but it is the exact same movie. Some things are tweaked here and there. I noticed they removed a few jokes that maybe wouldn't fly. <laughs> yeah, stuff that didn't age well. Yeah, yep. Um, uh, I, I will say one one thing, line I, I always loved in the first one that I don't think I heard in this one was when they're talking about voting for the Spring Fling Queen. One, you know, they go around interviewing different people. And one of the girls they interview in the first one, she says, I'm voting for Regina George because she got hit by a bus. I've just always loved that line. And they didn't say it in the new one. I was like, what? Was that's like, a really funny... I mean, that's something
0: a kid would say, <laughs> exactly, too. Exactly, yeah. Like, that's why you're voting for them. It's not because they're best for their job,
1: but because I got hit by a bus. Yeah, I feel bad for them. But they didn't say that. They, I, I was kind of surprised. But, but, yeah, it's good. And it, it it reminded me why I loved the first one so much. Mm-hmm. It definitely does a good job of paying a tribute, while also kind of being its own thing. And I, I, I think... The, the original story, just for me personally, works better as a comedy. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Now, Mark, last week, yes. you did this thing where you quizzed me. Getting to know our hosts. Yes. Yes. And uh, I'm going to do that for you this week. What? Except I'm going to ask the questions. Oh, so I'm in the hot seat this time. Yes, yes. Okay. And I think some of these questions might be the same, but I got some that... I want to ask that Warren asks for sure. That's fine. So let's start off with one of those, Mark. Mm-hmm. What is a movie you've always? What 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 is something that you've always wanted to see be turned into a movie that has not been turned into a movie yet? Like either a book or maybe maybe even like a board game. It could be anything. A video game. What if it's a good movie? Uh oh. Or TV series? You could go with that, too. (laughs) Well, okay. Have you heard? There's this comic book series
0: that's about this vampire shark. Yeah. (laughs) It's a great white shark, gets eaten by a vampire, gets all its abilities, and attacks a small town. That's the comic book I want to get made into a movie. That's a good one! Mostly because I would probably make money off of just it being made since Uh I wrote the comic book. And you have a vision. I do have a vision. And I've, I've driven... Ten hours, and my car blew up trying to meet... Sa- I did meet Sam Raimi. Yep. And I gave him my information, and I never heard anything, so that like. But, um, okay, I don't think that counts. What is something I've always wanted? Yeah. So I've, like... Meg would have been the big one.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. Meg came out in 1999, I believe. Yeah, when you told me it was a book, I looked, it like, that's way older than I thought. Yeah, and I loved it. Uh-huh. And it's... The movie's... The movies have not been extremely faithful to the book, uh, which is very strange to me. Yeah. Um, like almost to a point where I'm like, why did you even pay for the license? It's like completely different. Uh, there's stuff I like about the Meg movies, but, uh, so Meg would have been my big one, but it feels like it's been made. I don't know if that counts. Uh. Maybe a gargoyles movie. That oh, I was gonna say I probably could answer that. We we talk about gargoyles (laughs) a lot. Yeah, that's a good one. I've been thinking a lot about this. This is so weird. This hasn't been like the. I mean, it's it's hard for me because it feels like a lot of things I've really loved have been adapted at this point. Uh, There's been a Simpsons movie. Uh There's been every comic book movie under the sun. Uh, I mean. I don't, I mean, comic books or cartoons are being turned, video games are now being turned into movies. Mm-hmm. So the thing I've always thought, I don't know that this is necessarily the answer you're looking for, but it's what I would go with, is I think, do you remember the TV show, the cartoon Tailspin?
1: Yeah, oh, of course with I remember. With Baloo and Kick
0: Cloud Kicker. and It's so great. I've always thought you could make that, remake that live action. With CGI Baloo. No, just actors. And, uh, maybe Kevin James playing Baloo. That would be amazing. And yeah. I think it would be a sweet movie. Like you have Sky Pirates, who uh-huh. have this giant uh, flying, you know, airship like uh-huh. a, like the Helicarrier, and you have the, they have to fly through this cavern like the the Cape Suzette, and it's like yeah. these caves that have these big guns that are like stationed on it. Like, I and you have a kid who. Flies out the back window and surfs clouds. That'd be incredible. I think, I
1: think that would be an amazing movie. I think Idris Elba could reprise Shere Khan too, but as a person. Oh, Idris
0: Elba, yeah. <laughs>
1: who, would, who would be? Uh, who would be Don Carnage? Don. Oh, that's a good question. The Mark. main
0: pirate. I oh, feel like the I, easy answer would be a- Antonio Banderas because oh, he'd, he'd be good. He'd yeah. Be, can he sing and like? He has to be kind of goofy. I think he could do it. He, he can, can
1: be. goofy. Has he has to
0: kind of. Be. I would say it's the he it's true, that, yeah. I guess I guess you'd kind of be like an evil Jack Sparrow. Is uh-huh. kind of what he is. Uh, so he, that would be my guess. That would be my pick. It'd be, I guess, right now either Gargoyles or Tailspin. I can't really think of anything else that I feel
1: I want to see remade or made into something else. No, Mark. I thought of a question when you brought up Vampire Shark, and I don't know that you've ever said this on the show or if we've really talked about it a lot in depth, but. How did you like think of Vampire Shark in the first place?
0: Oh, it was—I uh, used to have a desk job where all I would do all day is sit.
1: Uh-huh.
0: It was not a—I mean, if you want a job where you literally did not do anything, uh, that was the job for you.
1: It's not around anymore, though. No, they're gone. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but you would sit there <laughs> yeah, all day.
0: You, I mean, it would be so bad that you would try and find work to do. Really. Yeah, because you feel kind of bad. Yeah. Well, no, just cause it's like I need to do something to make the day go by. Yeah, um, and I would work uh, as you know, you'd watch watch a lot of YouTube. I watched YouTube all day, and uh, like you just you have to pass time at this uh-huh. job. That's what I did. Uh, and so what I would I would just always think of like you know what would happen if a vampire fought a shark, and then I was like, oh, I wonder you know who would win that, and then I was like, I wonder what would happen. If a, like, during the fight, the vampire bit the shark, uh-huh. and the shark becomes a vampire. Oh. And I really liked that idea. Uh-huh. And uh, I was like, "What? Well, you know, then you have, like, a shark that flies out of the water with big, its pectoral fins are these giant bat wings. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's, like, ravenous. It's like a shark that's in, like, a blood-feeding frenzy mode where they just attack everything. Uh, so that's where that came from, and eventually, I eventually needed him to fight somebody. Where it's where Ahab Van Helsing came from. Whoa! Uh, and uh, I was just sit there, and I'd try and write. I'd write an issue, and I'd try and think of another issue, and I'd write that down, and I, I'd end it in a place that would kind of cliffhang to the next idea. Uh-huh. And I think I was originally going to make it three issues where they chase the shark into the ocean, and then they have to go and hunt the like try and fish the shark up. Yeah. And they're gonna use the sun to like kill it. Uh-huh. And then I've had an epiphany. I was so proud of this. There is no sun at the bottom of the ocean. So the shark could be swimming around all day, biting everything.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So that's when they realized like other vampire fish animals start attacking
1: Everybody, incredible.
0: Yes, so I was really proud of that. So it it starts with a vampire shark and then gets infinitely worse. Whoa! So Marky. and we have actually written a script. Oh yeah, for the movie. Yeah, yeah. I should maybe we could do a um, a reading of it. We'll That's got to be and, a
1: special episode for sure. We
0: we'll have to do that'll be a Patreon unlock. Yeah, yeah. So we have to get enough Patreons to unlock it.
1: Fifty million.
0: Yes. So follow our <laughs> Patreon. Uh Yes, if you if fifty million of you p- pledge three dollars a week. Jacob and I would be
1: thrilled. <laughs> I think we could never have to work again. I know, like for like, all we need is one month. Yeah, a uh, one month. Uh, so anyway,
0: that'll yeah, that'll be our first Patreon unlock because we'll you do go. a reading of the script and we'll record it. See, we got our ideas on. We here. do, we'll but yeah, them. so that's where the idea came from. And since then, I, I've published all six issues. If you are interested, I just reordered them. So hit me up if you want to buy some. Uh, I'll hook you up. I have a store where I sell Vampire Shark merchandise. It's also linked. We also have a we have shirts here, yep.
1: including one that says "Diplomatic Immunity." It's pretty great. It is great. Um, Mark, I always thought it was cool you did that with Vampire thank Shark because. A lot of people, like, even me, I, like, talk about my is, but but I never do them. You know, I think it's neat. No, I think you got to. I think you got to, like, pursue
0: it while you can. Mm-hmm. And I mailed, this is true, I mailed every issue to Sam Raimi. Yeah, yep. Uh, and uh, I, and uh, I, I got uh, authority that he has received them.
1: That's so cool.
0: And apparently he likes them enough that he pulls them out and shows people to, them to people. That's good. So, when I had the opportunity to do the con, sell my comics at the con... He was a guest,
1: uh-huh.
0: and so I was like, "Well, I'm definitely going." Wow. So I went and met him, and I talked to him, and I guess I talked to him for a long time, and gave him like a coffee cup, and just told him how big of an influence he was. He was such an influence, like Ash in the Evil Dead cuts uh-huh. his hand off. Uh, so I had as because he lost a hand, I had as an homage to Ash. My character lost a body part in oh. every issue until like the <laughs> last one. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's where The Vampire Shark came from.
1: So cool. I think I got two more questions. Mark. Sounds good. Uh, I know, and everybody knows, The Simpsons is your favorite TV show. Mm-hmm. But what's your second favorite TV Ooh, show? Ooh, second favorite yeah. TV show.
0: That's a tough question because there's a lot. Probably Seinfeld. Actually, it's Oh, tough. I should I should have known. I've been watching Seinfeld a lot lately. It's definitely Seinfeld. And
1: you, you it was on the other day when I came and you were watching it then. Oh
0: yeah, cuz I didn't realize when I get home from work they have like 2-hour block of it. Uh-huh. I just found that out and that made me so happy. Whoa. Seinfeld uh Simpsons is my favorite show. Actually, Simpsons is like gone beyond a TV show for me. Uh-huh. Because I've made a lot of friends from the Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, I've driven I went all the way to Chicago to a Simpsons trivia night. Really? So I was part yeah, I was part of that. Um I've gone there. I mean I've like really good friends and like the reason is because of the Simpsons. Uh so Simpsons is like bigger than that. Like it, it's like it's weird to say and it almost feels like people would laugh at it, but it's like an important part of my life because it's had it's had such a meaningful impact on me. Well, initially,
1: we met because of the Simpsons, really. I yeah, mean, we went to the movie together. Yeah, because we cause both we, enjoyed it.
0: They re-showed and... <laughs> re- it at yeah. Flix. Yeah. yeah. And I had an extra ticket. I think somebody backed out on me. I'm like, hey, you want to go? And that's how we became friends. So, uh-huh. yeah, you're another reason. But Seinfeld, Seinfeld, I just think, A, is funny. And I haven't had those experiences. I do have a funny story. Wes, uh, a uh-huh. friend of mine who was on an episode of this, uh, he's also a big Seinfeld fan. I bought him one year uh, a coffee mug where it's Kramer uh-huh. drinking. And it just says, here's to feeling good all the time. It's where he was like trying to pretend he was on drugs. Uh, so I bought him that. So anyway, one of my favorite stories about me and Wes is I was at work one day. I was uh-huh. this is back when I worked in the homes and it could be a very boring job. Mm-hmm. And so luckily I had Simpson or I had Seinfeld on TV and it was the episode where they stopped short and a woman's like, Kramer made a pass at me. It's a, it's George's mom. And she says, Kramer made a pass at me. He stopped short and then he grabbed me. And George Castan is like, He did what? That's my move.
1: <laughs> so anyway,
0: I texted Wes and I just wrote <laughs> He stopped short and he and he grabbed me. Uh and just within seconds, I got a text back from Wes. And it's just like, that's my move! I, like, I didn't even have to tell him what I was referencing. or And I, I gave him no other information. He just knew right away. Not only that, and the spot. I doubt he was watching it. That was, I laughed so hard at that. So I'm very happy. I'm thankful for that.
1: It's, it's so cool how TV shows can just create such communities like that. And they can... Create things in friendships like that. Oh, know? yeah. Well, it's it's like, neat. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, yeah, that was, uh, that was probably my, that's definitely my second favorite sign Seinfeld.
1: So, Mark, we heard Sam Raimi has been very influential to you creatively, and I know Shoot'em Up has been too. Yes. What's another movie or a big movie you would say that has really influenced your, like, creative juices over the years?
0: Interesting question.
1: Uh, I'm going to try and think of one that's not the obvious ones.
0: Congo? Yes. <laughs> I did love Congo when it came I up. like Congo too. I watched Congo all the time growing up. Uh what's an infocre a very influential it has to be a movie? It don't have to be a movie. It can be a show or anything, Mark. Um I would say Rin and Stimpy. Oh yeah. If we're if we're able to include a show because Rin and Stimpy, the bizarre humor of it. Uh-huh. I think that was the first time I realized that I have, like, this... I like humor. Yeah. But, like, like, comedy was going to be important to me. And I thought Ren and Stimpy was just the weirdest thing. And I thought it was so funny. Oh. And I could not get enough. And eventually, I felt like I kind of aged out of Ren and Stimpy. And that's when I got into Simpsons. Mm -hmm. Which I never really aged out of because I still watch it regularly. Uh, But then I, like eventually that led to like me getting really into like Conan O'Brien. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't even know if I knew he was, a, I don't think I did know he was a writer when he first, I don't know when I figured that out because I remember him showing up on Simpsons. He, he was in that episode with Bart. Yep. Uh, where Bart gets famous. And then I remember there's an episode of the critic where it must've been right after he started mm-hmm. and like Jay Sherman's laying on the, on a couch or something. And he has a newspaper on him. And it just says, Conan O'Brien to be replaced by a dancing chicken. And I remember <laughs> thinking that was, like, really mean. Like, why would they be being so mean to Conan? And then I realized, and then I found out, like, oh, those are all his friends. Yeah. Like, they were, like, They're being, pla- yeah, yeah, they were yeah. just giving him a hard time. <laughs> uh, and they were certainly wrong, so. Yeah, uh, but, like, yeah, so I got into Conan O'Brien. And eventually, I like, I just started learning about other, like, Marx Brothers I got really into. Three Stooges, my bro- my brother, your boss, and uh-huh. my friend Robbie, yeah. back when we had a friend of ours uh, when he was in high school, he I don't know why, but he pretty much lived at our house for a while, Yeah, for no real reason, like he had a home, <laughs> like you know, he could have gone home, but yeah, nobody cared. He's kind of like
1: Urkel. He was, yeah.
0: <laughs> he was like Urkel, but he was like, like, we would go to bed and he'd wake up, he's still there, like nobody was mad that he was there. Uh, but yeah, we would every night before, like I'd go to bed, we would watch the Three Stooges, and oh. I would laugh so hard. So it has to be running Stimpy because I think that's what led me down the path of like Simpsons and then everything else.
1: Yeah, and like doing stand up, and I did every- do stand up yeah. for a while. Yeah. Oh, you're great at it, Mark. I, no, I was I just talking know. to somebody at work about how I miss. I, I loved you doing stand up, and I think it's cool. Oh,
0: thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'd like to get back into stand-up. My goal, my dream is if I ever get big enough with these comic books... To like uh, go around to do comic cons and at night have like a state-up show. Oh, we,
1: that'd be cool. Yeah,
0: I think that'd be fun. That's but. why
1: we need fifty million patrons.
0: We do. Well, if we got fifty million patrons, I probably wouldn't do anything. We
1: could start <laughs> the con I can't be like, "Hey, uh, that's probably true." I, I'm kind of, I'm lazy, so I'm just kind of that. I know.
0: I was like, "What?
1: We got fifty
0: million patrons pledging three dollars a month? Well, I'm done. Uh-huh. I retire."
1: <laughs> It was
0: fun. Uh, no, seriously, <laughs> get to 50 million patrons, and will totally do stuff. Uh, that's a joke about us retiring. Yeah, but no, yeah. I
1: can't retire. I, we gotta, we gotta make the most of life.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I truly believe working, working a job you love, yeah, is what keeps you going.
1: Mm-hmm. It does. Yep.
0: Um, like that's why, uh, like Clint Eastwood. Oh, that's why he's probably st- Yeah, he's in his 90s, he's right? Just directed another movie. Yeah, so. he doesn't stop. Yeah. So, I do believe that. So, I would like to think that if if my payday came in, I would still... I would probably... I'd like to keep doing the job I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even think I would give up my day job, because it's I, so important to me.
1: I would think it'd be cool if we could try to make a movie, actually.
0: Well, we were talking about writing one. We had an idea. Yeah. We were bouncing off each other, so... Well, we had
1: several ideas
0: for it. We, we have an idea every week. <laughs> yeah, we do. No, we have like, a, like, an idea we were, like, really talking oh, about. Oh, right. right, yep. But, uh... <laughs> Anyway, those were great questions. Oh, thanks, Mark. We should do that more. It's fun. I mean, it was fun. You, like, had, you could see your uh, radio interview skills come out there.
1: Oh, thanks. You're, it takes practice. I could
0: tell because I was like, "Oh, that's a great question." <laughs> like, I don't know how to answer that. When you said that, like,
1: when I asked you, was like, "What's a movie you like?" No, that that's all right. I love talking about Big Fish and stuff, and like, yeah. I could go on. I could probably write. An essay about Big Fish. I okay, you have I, to. Yeah, I, I could. I, I might actually enjoy that, you know. I remember one time in this, like, literary cri- criticism class I took. It was very boring because you had to look at old literary works and, like, with these critical eyes in different way. And I remember I had to write a final essay. I wrote my final essay on Stranger Things and how it took tropes and turned them around, and I did really well on it. So yeah. I, if I if I can find a way to write an essay about stuff back then I did, you know, I
0: <laughs> That's like me. I wrote, do you know how many papers I wrote in college about the Simpsons?
1: A uh, uh, probably a bunch. Of them.
0: I I it, I always worked. Uh-huh. I I could never not get away from the Simpsons. Really? Yeah, cuz it was like something I knew and something I could talk about and like I could in it I never got bad grades on like stuff like that.
1: Uh so I love it, Mark. It well the Simpsons I think too, there's so many things examples you can pull from you know like uh, things characters do or things that happen on episodes it it really is like one of the i mean it is the one of the greatest shows of all time like it is you oh know? i think
0: it's the greatest show of all time
1: i actually had a sociology teacher who you would have loved, mark because he always showed simpsons clips to he was kind of like what him. you were doing you know my
0: psychology and sociology teachers were like the ones that were like the biggest influences on me uh-huh. in school um okay well let's get to the pitch because this is kind of going longer than we I think we were anticipating <laughs> That was a good conversation. It was good, Mark. That was, yeah. like, really good. But we do need to get to why we are here. Yes. I think. Sorry to kind of stoop. Jacob Beals, are you ready? I think so. I was ready as I ever be, Mark. Before we... Uh, was There's there nothing else you wanted to bring up before we start? I don't think so. Uh, okay. And uh, real quick, what's our Instagram?
1: It's pitchintensepod, all one word. Okay. Jacob Beals, let's hear your pitch. Okay, Mark. I mentioned earlier that, you know... There's the new Jurassic Park movie. We talked about that in the words. Yes. And you know, (laughs) Mark, there's always this joke that when a franchise goes over the top, it's when it goes to space. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. And with the Jurassic Park coming back yesterday, one of the Jurassic Park accounts I follow. Decided to give a name for this new era of Jurassic Park films coming up because you know the first trilogy's named Jurassic Park, The second trilogy's named Jurassic World. What's this trilogy gonna be named? Uh, and he suggested the name Jurassic Universe. Who said that? <laughs> it was one. I think it was. I think it was Jurassic Outpost. It might have been the other one I followed, but somebody posted that name and it got my juices going. <laughs> Whoa, that's hot! And anyway, in honor of that. And because of the trope that, you know, all all franchises must go to space. I'm going to do my own Jurassic Park sequel that takes the dinos to space. Welcome to Jurassic Universe.
0: Okay. I love it.
1: Okay. Okay. I'll mark this movie. Like I say, it's a sequel. It takes place 15 years after the events of Jurassic World Dominion. Okay. Dinos have run rampant on the earth because that's how that movie ends. Spoiler. That's just how it is. Uh, they've lived with humans for a while now, but things obviously haven't gotten easier. <laughs> humans have tried to corral the dinos in places where the dinos can be together, things like n- zoos and national parks. You kind of see that in the end of the movie, you know. Um, but, of course, problems still happen. You know, things dinosaurs get out. Things go wrong. That's just going to happen, you know, with mm-hmm. dinosaurs and people. Because I, I kind of believe they... They probably shouldn't exist together. That's not really like dinosaurs and people. Yeah, it's probably not the best idea. I know it's not very (laughs) forward-thinking. Well, that's the whole point of the first Jurassic Park. I know. And now you're selling it. I, I, it's it's true. Okay, but anyway, since then, like I say, fifteen years have passed. Things have gotten worse, but technology has gotten better scientists have found a way to produce living and breathe by the way there's going to be a lot of scientific concepts in this that i can't explain just go with it you don't need to okay okay, not to get on a tangent that's one of my biggest pet peeves
0: is like we're like they they're explaining how like the warp engines in star wars like no you you don't know how that works i know it's science that's just as magic as the force it is you know we don't know how the the, the beam technology in yeah. Star Trek works. It's a good. There's point. a reason we don't do it now. Yeah. It's because it's not real. Yeah. So
1: shut up. Hey, that's part of the reason why I set this a little ways in the future too, to give us some buffer time. Yeah. In case these things don't come true, which they probably won't. But Unlike so. the flying cars the Jetsons promised. Yeah, if it's true. They could still ha- That could still happen. There's time. <laughs> Scientists have found a way to produce living and breathing biodomes. There's a plan to plant a huge one of these on the moon and transfer the dinos there via this huge cargo spaceship. Mm. So kind of like how they take them from the islands, you know, in the movies. But this is going to be spaceship. Versus. It's like an ark. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I actually have another reference to that coming up. Dr. Alan Grant, now 80 years old, is seen speaking to Congress about the well-being of these animals, and his worries about you know a similar disaster happening as to what happened on the island. He, I mean, he has a point. He's been through this like four times where he gets drug into this situation. True. <laughs> Plus, Ingen, the company from the original trilogy, is back, and they are now in charge of the dinos again. They got it through different things. So wait, I just want to. So they're building the biodome mm-hmm. on the moon to move the dinosaurs there. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. With these big cargo ships. And, um, engine, uh, you know, them, they're crazy that they have now revitalized everything they've done. And at some point, they want to open the moon up to guests, have them visit the dinosaurs. So it's another part, <laughs> yeah. <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> so they just don't learn, they, they don't. But this is the honestly, I, I really think that's one of the most realistic things about Jurassic Park is how these big corporations do these stupid things and they never learn from it. That happens all the time in the real world. You're not wrong. And and I think, I, honestly, I don't think it's the most far-fetched thing. Like, people say it is, but I'll, I'll see, like, things that happen in the real world. I mean, why would they even think that was a good idea? Mm-hmm. You know? It happens all the time. So, it, this one might be a little, it's like they messed up three times now. But, but anyway, the money's there, so they gotta go for it. I kind of considered making Alan Grant the main character for this movie, but I realized he's 80, so... That's pretty old to send somebody to the moon on a dino adventure. Yeah. They could probably do it, but I was like, ah, I just want to give him a quick. it was Clint clip. Eastwood, he could. He could, Mark. He's got that ambition. But I wanted to, I just want to give him a quick cameo here at the beginning. So. Okay. This is kind of the send off into this new trilogy. We then cut to a man waking up on the couch in his apartment. It's Jake Johnson's Lowry Carruthers from the first Jurassic World film. I like him. Remember him? Yeah. Yeah. And he never came back. Well, he is now because I like Jake Johnson. Since the events of Jurassic World over 20 years ago, Lowry has gotten married and divorced and had a couple kids. His brother Lloyd, a scientist at Jurassic World, who got him the security job there, has been a part of the Dino Space Project as well, and he had since gotten Lowry a job working on the Space Project too. But Lowry didn't like going to work. He, it was a security job again. He just did it for his kids, especially for his oldest son, Michael, who has a big interest in becoming a scientist himself. So there's some jealousy between Lowry and his brother Lloyd. Michael, you know, kind of has been more attentive to his uncle compared to his dad because of the science stuff. All right. So the big project uh, coming up uh, is coming up with moving the dinosaurs would involve uh, all these scientist people, and all these security guys. um, You know, because Jurassic Park, those are all the guys you have in them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of funny. And Michael... Would um, be going up as well because he got an internship opportunity with the Engine. You gotta throw the kids in there somehow, you know. <laughs> wait, who's Michael? He's the son of Jake Johnson's character. Oh, okay. Yep, okay yep, I'm sorry. sorry. I, I was, got a little name When you said
0: the kids, I was like, wait, is he like one of the kids from the earlier ones? I got. Nope, I'm sorry. No, nope,
1: not it. Tim and Lex. Sir. Okay. Okay. Maybe okay. they could get a Cameo. And to make things even crazier, Lori, Lloyd's ex-wife Angela. Is gonna be a supervisor on the trip as well. Oh man! So the whole family's going to outer space with dinosaurs.
0: This would literally there's your uh, tagline.
1: Whole family, family space dinosaur adventure. And in space, no one can hear you roar. It's that's a good tagline. I thought of the logo already. The logo is the Jurassic Park logo, just the shadow of the T Rex on the moon. (laughs) I love
0: that. All right, all right, keep going. So we then
1: cut to. Uh, So, the dinos are all, you know, most of them are being caught and then sedated. Since many of the dinos are kind of spread out in the world now, this would be like the start of a 10-year process, taking the dinos to the moon as they can. But the first would involve 50 different species of dinosaurs, two of every kind, kind of like Noah's Ark. Mm -hmm. We then cut to the big ship, kind of like the big cargo ship I was mentioning, holding many of these dinos. Lowry and his family are seen in a place in, like, the higher decks above all the dinosaurs. We With about 20 minutes left before docking, we then hear a radio transmission said, She broke out! She broke out! And then a big roar, and it gets cut to static. The Spinosaurus broke out! She goes on a rampage, killing a bunch of security guards. And then in the process... A lot of the other containments open up. We see that some kind of hand has done this in one of the security rooms, Oh, okay. And all the other dinosaurs wake up from their sedation, or however you say that. Sedation. Sedation. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> the plan was to release them into the wild carefully with the, like, you know, containments. Kind of carrying them in crane-like ways and stuff. Yeah. But that obviously didn't work out. We then come to the captain's room where Lowry and his family... Uh, and the remaining members of Engine are, this was supposed to be a simple mission, well, as simple as it can be, uh, you know, going smooth. We're supposed to be able to get the, the, to the away ships across the biodome once we had the dinosaurs in place. But now we're going to have to rush across the biodome to get there, you know, and run away from all these dinosaurs once we land. So there's a lot of problems. So the biodome, by the way, it's huge, Mark. It's two times bigger than the original Jurassic Park Island. Oh, okay. Yes. So it's very large. It is. Got to have a lot of room for those dinos. Mm-hmm. We then have a big scene where we it's like a docking scene, you know, and the dinosaurs kind of break out of the cargo ship before it lands. A security member who is already in the biodome, so you have some lined up there getting ready for the dinosaurs. They don't know that this is going to happen, though. Okay. And they know something's wrong because this the spinosaurus is breaking out. And he's kind of sticking his like big nostrils out, you know the thing. Yeah, yeah. And then the ones like shoot her, (laughs) just like reference the first one. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, uh, it's kind of like that original scene in the Jurassic Park one, but but on a bigger scale. Mm -hmm. Then all the dinos run out of the ship onto the land in like this crazy stampede scene, killing everybody that's on the mainland. Whoa! We then follow our remaining characters, the ones that were in the ship quarters, Lowry and his family, on everybody else through a journey across the biodome to get to these away ships, these getaway ships. Okay. Um, I I had a few ideas of what I want to see in this movie. Maybe like a river chase scene where the T-Rex is and the Spinosaurus. Because a big river chase scene was always talked about in Jurassic Park 1, and the one in 3 was supposed to be more intense than it was, but they never did it. So I want to see that. Well, it was in the book. Yeah, it was. It was a major part of the first book. And that's why it needs to happen, Mark, to pay tribute to Michael Crichton. Okay, and then I want a hang gliding scene on a cliff away from like the pterodactyls you know I think that'd be really cool and it hasn't been done yet because hang gliders why not a scene where well I guess
0: you had the parachute but yeah
1: that's true this one would be different though you have them chase them down oh I can't wait um <laughs> I, I can also I also want a scene where they have to take a moon rover outside the dome for a little bit and then one of the dinos follows them and goes up into space I think that'd be really fun. <laughs> What kind of dino? One of
0: the T-Rexes.
1: You think a T-Rex? Maybe, maybe that's how they kill the Spinosaurus.
0: Yeah, they trick it into going outside yeah. and it kind of
1: floats off. There you go. Mark. I really like that idea. Yeah, because it really embraces the space, you know? Yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, I want the whole thing to end with a raptor chase scene in the base where the space shuttles are. Mm-hmm. The remaining people will be Lowry, Lloyd, Michael, Angela... The captain and one other character who makes it to the end. They get there, and they notice all but one spaceship is active. One of them would have to stay behind, but then the you mysterious get get character. The bad guy? Yeah. Okay. He, he pulls a gun on him. Time out. Is <laughs> yeah. it Alan Grant? Nope. Oh. Somebody um. else. Turns out it was the son of Hoskins. The guy Vincent D'Onofrio played in Jurassic World. Whoa, okay. Yep. He's mad because of this new program to move all the dinos to space. The dinosaur military program his father started would be no more. Hmm. Your father was a terrible man, and that program was so stupid, Lowry says. Because I always thought that was such a stupid idea. (laughs) But just, it'd be like, it'd be like putting lions and tigers in the military. It'd be so, like, uncontrolled. (laughs) Like, you know. They did control them, though. I guess they did, but... Oh, man! But, but anyway, that's why he's mad. Just then, when it seems like Hoskin Jr. has the upper hand, of course, if T-Rex comes in and saves the day like always. And eats him. Yep, eats him. And then uh, you, you see we get this uh, scene of you know the team re- re- uh, leaving the Biodome kind of like in the first Jurassic Park yeah. but they're in a spaceship now. And so they... that gentle music is playing, you know? Well, they, there's a, they, float, they float
0: past the Spinosaurus, like, gently yeah. floating in space.
1: <laughs> yep, and then for the very end, as you're seeing all these dinos pan, I kind of want it to end on a touching thing with the Jurassic Park piano. And then we have Alan Grant talking, referencing the beginning of the movie, and he's talking over it, and he quotes Jan- John Hammond's ending quote from The Lost World. These creatures require our absence to survive, not our help. And if we could only step aside and trust in nature, life will find a way. Fade to black.
0: So just leave them there. Yeah, yeah
1: exactly. That's the plan. I like it. Yeah, and my idea, thanks, Mark, My idea was to have the the biodome grows on its own and kind of. So they keep adding more, and it keeps getting bigger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it kind of becomes its own environment. It's able to exist in space because of technology. Like I say, one of those science things I can't explain. But because yeah, of I technology, it's able to grow. Life is able to find a way it in this find. biodome. Uh, I liked it. I, I told you it was crazy. I know. I think
0: it's great. I oh, like it. Uh, what? So it, it's uh, Jurassic Jurassic spa- Universe. Jurassic Universe. Yeah. That's a great name. <laughs> My only criticism. Yeah. I think you need to play up the in space more.
1: Oh, definitely. That uh, was one thing I struggled with. That's why I added yeah, the moon rover thing.
0: But I love that. That's the part that I love the most because it's like, uh, it was sort of like um, it's the criticism people had the first Jurassic World, where yeah. it's like the park's gonna be open, yeah. but like when it, like none of nothing happened in the park that like mattered. Uh huh. So like every time there was a dinosaur attacking, it had nothing to do with what. I don't like the end. Yeah. And then like everybody got out of there. It's like so we didn't really see the that. Uh, other than that, I really like the idea. Oh, thanks, Mark. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting. Like, where else can you go? you got to go to space. Exactly. So, it's uh, the
1: final frontier.
0: Yes, I love it, and a green light from me. Thanks, Mark. Jurassic
1: Universe is uh, is a go. And you know who else should be floating out in space? Who? So, Tom, Tommy Lee Jones from... Um, from the Space Cowboys? Yes. It'd be funny. But I was thinking of, remember the babysitter who had that really terrible death in Jurassic World? Oh, well, the if dream- she was just... Because <laughs> <laughs> she was in the Moses. I always thought she got the meanest death for no reason. <laughs> but no, that's what we well, got. That's, that's gotta, dinosaurs. They well, that is, yeah. that is true.
0: Everybody else that dies is like kind of a piece of crap,
1: isn't yeah, they? Yeah. Or but aren't she, they? She, she was just not a very good babysitter. And I like, guess.
0: <laughs> Give her that the- is so... That's a great point. Who else dies that's... Well, Samuel Jackson in the first one... Yeah,
1: he wasn't a bad guy.
0: No, but I mean, that's
1: when you're close to the end and you got to... Muldoon
0: wasn't a bad guy.
1: He didn't... But there's actually... Samuel Jackson could still be alive on the island, Mark, because he just lost an arm, potentially. What if they just cloned him? Oh, that'd be crazy. Like they back. thought
0: they were going to clone a dinosaur, and then he comes out and he's like, You, you ain't cloning no more dinosaurs, mother! I would cheer
1: if that happened.
0: <laughs> I always thought, this is the only thing I wish... Jurassic World Dominion should have done Normally, I hate this stuff. Uh-huh. But if they had done this in the last one... You remember the girl that was pretty much blue from... Uh, oh,
1: she was great. She yeah. was great.
0: I wanted her at the very end of it when they're trying to take off and they're being attacked. Uh, I thought she should have just goes, hold on to your butts.
1: That would have been cool. Like,
0: just... So, it's like, wait, is she connected to him somehow? Could be. Like, you don't know, have to explain it. Just leave it out there.
1: Well, and they've already done it in Jurassic Park. It's like, why not do it again? Where yeah. are related, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I do like your idea.
1: Oh, thanks, Mark. Uh,
0: I want to know what 50 dinosaur species we're going to have. That's because I like dinosaurs, so oh, I want to see them.
1: I was thinking, yeah, like some of the basic ones, like, you know, we see in all the other movies. But then maybe some new ones because, obviously, they did a lot of toying with genetics there, you know. Yeah. And there were some that, like, got created, like the Indominus. And-
0: so, let me ask you this. So, they are saying that the, what we're seeing, we're, we're learning, of course, more and more about dinosaurs.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Some are supposed to be feathered. Yeah. They don't sound right. Jurassic... The Jurassic movies take what uh, the classic interpretation. Of yeah. Them. What would you rather see? A scientifically accurate dinosaur or, or how you always envision dinosaurs?
1: I'd rather see how I've always envisioned them. Like they're in Jurassic Me too. Park.
0: Like this is what I want.
1: Yeah. I, I don't need
0: science to tell me... The Tyrannosaurus Rex sounded like a big chicken.
1: Yeah, and he looked like one too.
0: Yeah, stop ruining dinosaurs, guys.
1: <laughs> it is it is the ruining a little bit. I yeah, and I, I would definitely not want them to change it now. I did like how in Dominion they had that one raptor with feathers, but it was like a different raptor. Yeah, that I like was that.
0: Yeah, cool. I like that a lot. Well what? that's the thing, is they even talk about like Real life Velociraptors, I guess, are like tiny. Uh huh. Like they're nothing like that. Supposed, but it's like I that don't want to be
1: intimidated. Imagine if that was the kitchen scene from the first one. It's, it's just, just like this little. was like
0: chickens shirts. running around and they're like terrified. <laughs> I I don't want to see that. I do like yours. I would see that. Oh, I thank would you definitely Mark. see. Uh yeah, like do, do you need to do like a scene where like somebody's trying to dock mm-hmm. and like, and then like the Velociraptors attacking on the the ship while they're docking. Oh, which causes it to wreck. It maybe can break part of the sphere, so it's like people start like being pulled, like sucked into space. That would be cool. Uh, yeah, stuff like that, but I do like it. Oh, thanks, Mark. So you definitely get a green light. But anyway... That is it for this week. I think we had fun. Uh, oh, it was a blast. I hope we had fun. Yes, yeah. I, I really liked your interviews. I thought that was a lot of fun.
1: Thanks, Mark.
0: So anyway, next week uh, we will be back. Until then, I hope you enjoy your movies, and you can find us on Instagram at Pitch Intense Pod. And also, I always post link to our Patreon. Uh, so if you do like uh, like the show, you want to support it, feel free to give us uh, a, uh, you know fifty million on Patreon, <laughs> and. it's We'll, we'll think of a number, like a real serious number <laughs> yeah. we can get to, to do an unlock. And we will. Maybe we can do the uh, reading of the Vampire Shark script. It's
1: going to be so fun.
0: It would be fun, I think. So anyway. And also, first in line is your podcast where we can hear reviews of movies, right? Yep,
1: like Mean Girls, The Musical. And do you know
0: what else you're going to do? Do you know what you're going to do for this week? I haven't decided yet, Mark. All right. Well, yeah. So anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening. We will see you later. Bye, everybody. Till next week. The balcony is closed.